Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Friday, July the 9th, 2021. My name is Stephen Cornegay, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, flare, which means a natural talent or unique style. Flair. I hope everyone is having a lovely Friday. End of the work week weekend is here. Or maybe on the way for some. But anyway, as always, you're breathing. Get up and get out and get moving. Get motivated. Hey, the weekend's here. And it uh, looks like uh, Tropical Storm Elsa is gone, at least from North Carolina anyway. Uh, dropped some rain. We had a, a few hours of heavy rain, some flooding. Wasn't really all that bad here in comparison to further down south. They said one or one was dead. One person died in Florida and another one in uh, Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, tornadoes, of course. Like I said, it was pretty good here. Just a lot of rain for the most of the day. It Ended about, uh, I'll say about four or so after I got off work and had a little showers here and there. Then it finally moved on out, moved up towards Norfolk, Virginia. Now it's um, moving on up the eastern seaboard. And I believe they said, um, well, of course, it hit New York. And I believe they said now it's in Massachusetts. Um, in New York, uh, of course, they had already had flay, uh, rain. And it flooded out uh, some of the subways, uh, all the subways, I should say, and some of the street, streets, of course. Man, but in Massachusetts, they're looking for heavy rain, damaging winds, and they're under uh, tornado warnings and watches, which is totally odd for that part of the country. They usually, I mean, uh, it's a rarity. They usually don't get tornadoes up there. So they're, they're getting ready to deal with the brunt of uh, Elsa also. This is a it's a strong storm, man. It's it's moving on up the eastern seaboard. It hasn't broken apart. They said it it, it they, they really haven't said if it died down any. But man, I know Massachusetts and New York, uh, they're looking like what in the entire world. And uh here back home here in North Carolina, temperatures are rising. I think they said by two o'clock, the heat index is gonna have it at a hundred. Expected to get into the 90s, but that heat index, I know if a lot of people don't know anything about heat index, especially in the South, man, that heat index, that actual and feels like temperature, man. So everybody stay hydrated. Be aware of those signs of heat stroke and and, and what have you, man. Stay hydrated. Uh, limit, your con uh, limit your time out in the sun today for sure. First time in a while we, we had that heat index kick up that high. So be careful. Now, man, what in the world is going on in Haiti? Sweet Jesus. It appears the uh, president has been assassinated. Man, what they're saying is, uh, well, he was killed. His wife uh, was also uh, shot. I believe they said he he was shot 17 times or whatever. His wife was shot uh, three times. They evacuated her to a hospital in Miami here in the United States. 
she's in, I guess, serious but stable condition. I, I don't know if they're expecting her to pull through or not. But man, that is is wow. All I can say is wow. I didn't see that coming. I don't think anyone saw that company coming. But um, it appears what they're saying is uh, they have two U.S. citizens in custody or two with dual citizenships. I mean, they they have citizenship here in the U.S. and uh, in Haiti also. And they also have six others or, or four others in custody that they're saying are former members of the Colombian Colombian army. Still no mo- motive. Uh, hold up. Wait a minute. Former members of the Colombian army. What in the world are Colombians doing in Haiti? Well, what officials are saying is uh, this was a uh, 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 those gunmen that stormed his residence or palace, or however they termed it. They were military trained. I mean, if, if you know, they, they showed they released a video or somewhat of a video. Those guys came in. They were dressed in um, what looked like military. Uh, armored garb if you will with uh they had <laughs> they had some automatic weapons with them they didn't come to break bread of ha- uh, or have tea with them that's for sure but i got a question and and and, and i'm wondering former members of the colombian army what in the world are they doing in haiti uh time will tell with that one you know haiti is it's that country. It appears that Haiti is hated by everyone on this side of the globe in the Western Hemisphere. Hemisphere. I mean, uh, if you don't know the, the 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 history of Haiti, Haiti was um, and possibly the only country uh, or what have you that defeated the French to uh, free themselves from bondage. They led the only successful slave revolt here in the Western Hemisphere. And, and that revolt was led by a, a Haitian by the name of Toussaint L'Overture. And I think from that, as the years progress, a lot of people, they, they won't give them assistance. I'm not sure if they, they're voluntarily saying they won't give them assistance or if, if the Haitian government over time said, never mind, don't do it, don't bother. But Haiti is, um, of course, it is the, uh, the poorest, the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere also. So that, I mean, but to think they would assassinate the president, what in the world do they have going on over there? Because what one thing that's coming out also is they're saying that um, he wasn't the actual president. I believe he was appointed. I won't say after a coup or whatever, but he was appointed and he had announced someone else to uh, take a, a cabinet position a few days before he was assassinated, looks like. So maybe that other guy was was going to take over as president. Also, like I said, details are real sketchy, and Haiti is that country. They've been very uh, they're very silent and, and very protective. They yeah, they don't get involved like that in international politics. Like I said, they are a very poor country, and um, <laughs> well, U.S. politicians they just don't deal with. They deal there's very limited contact with Haitians, unless there's something going on like that uh, earthquake years ago. And of course, the U.S. sent aid down there. Um, I was, you know, I was, I was fortunate enough to be in the United States Navy. And in 1994, July, to be honest with you, I remember it like it was yesterday. July 1994, we had, uh, it, it, I'm not sure if they still do this, 
but we were in uh, Guantanamo Bay. And if you know anything about the Navy, that's where they had our firefighting training. And uh, I guess, uh, you know, you would go on for shipboard firefighting. And also you would, they would have us go in the gas chamber. The gas chamber is when they have you go in there, you put your gas mask on, then you take it off for a certain amount of time or whatever. But we were training in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. And after we finished with our training, we were uh, uh, we made a little port stop, much welcome in Nassau, Bahamas. And of course, me being young, I had a ball. Yes, I did. But uh, while we were there, we got the call that we were going to do uh, what they termed Haitian ops. And I also don't know if you guys remember uh, in 1984, it was around that time where Haitians were fleeing the country or the island, however you term it, I, I call it the country. They were fleeing the country because of that. I cannot remember who was in power at that time, but of course they were saying he was horrible. He was a dictator and, and people were fleeing the country. And, and if you really don't remember, that was the time when people were just, uh, they were on makeshift rafts trying to come across the Atlantic o- Ocean, trying to make it to uh, America. They were trying to make it to Florida. So we were in Nassau, Bahamas, and, and crazy enough as it sounds, it was uh, the July Fourth. July I, I know I spent one day in in the Bahamas, and I was all set to because my next day, and, and I think if I remember correctly, the next day I was uh, off duty, so that means I, I, it was a, it was a liberty port, so I was going to enjoy another day. But the, the third day we were, you know, that's when I had duty or whatever. I think we were going to be there for maybe three or four days, but. On July 4th, I had a grand time, but uh, we got word when, when when we were out and about. And in fact, they canceled our liberty. They told us to get back to the ship. I believe it was by 10 or 12 that night because we were going to do Haitian ops. Apparently, the U.S. had been called to assist with those. Uh, I guess we call it humanitarian efforts because they were fleeing and they were in makeshift rafts. Uh, some people were literally on uh, wooden pallets. Some were on inner tubes, tires. So we they, they had us, we had to come back. We had to turn around and go back towards uh, Haiti and, and that part of the Atlantic Ocean or whatever, what have you. And we ended up picking um, picking them up. From uh, it, it was just a sad sight because what happened, we, uh, and that was the first time ever in my life. Like I said, I was real young. I, I was only two years out of high school. And that was the first time in my life I ever seen any humanitarian crisis like that. Uh, there were women and children, men, of course, but the women and children, you could tell they had they were going through it. Uh, I saw kids that were bandaged up like they had been burned. Uh, people were walking around with gunshot wounds. We were we were we were taking them back. We weren't taking them back. But what we were doing, we were taking them to uh, Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. But they, of course, thought they were going to Florida. They thought the U.S. ships were picking them up and taking them to Florida, Miami, to be exact. Um, Like I said, it it was just a sad sight. And it was the first time I ever had experienced anything like that. First time I had ever seen a humanitarian crisis up close and personal. But now I'm looking and, and I'm watching the news and I'm reading articles and I'm thinking to myself, man, all these years and they're still going through it. Because what they're saying is is that guy that was president, they were saying he was corrupt also, just like the previous and others. It's just like a long line of, of corrupt politicians down there. But I'm trying to figure out also if, if they are corrupt and that 
country of Haiti is so poor, what money or where are they getting money from? Because the U.S. pretty much doesn't give them any money. Maybe some of those uh, other countries in the Caribbean does. Somehow, some way, they label them as a... Uh, <laughs> they said he was corrupt. So whatever this is, if this is a military coup or, or, or whatever or what have you, man, you hate to hear that. I mean, apparently these trained or this trained militia, if you will, they busted up in the palace. Of course, you know, they killed guards or, or whatever. And they, they said they gained access by uh, tying up, uh, 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 I believe it was a driver and a housekeeper. So they stormed the palace and they end up killing him, break, busting in through the bedroom, killing him and shooting his wife. Now, after they had did their deed or whatever, of course, they went back out. And by that time, officials were alerted. And they came a running and, and a gunfight ensued. I think they uh, said they, they killed uh, six or, or, or however many of those. I mean, it, said, it looked like it was a whole many brigade. I mean, they, wow, just wow. That is crazy to think in 2021, Haiti is still going through it. Like I said, it is the poorest country or nation in this Western hemisphere of ours. And, and, and I, like I said, I've always wondered to myself, I said, man, they never give a, Haiti for some reason doesn't get all the, the help that other countries do. They don't get the aid, like I said, unless there's something major like a, nat a natural disaster. So I, I, I'm wondering, or I've, I've, I've always wondered about that um, that diplomacy between the United States and Haiti. Uh, so far, the U.S. has came out and denounced it and said if they need any help, they don't have any problem giving it to them. But what in the world is really going on? Why are Colombians in Haiti? Hmm. Haiti's also known for a, <laughs> it's not known, it's not really talked about that much, but it is, uh, if I can say, a, a drug hub. It is a pathway to the United States, if you think about it. Doesn't sit that far off the U.S. coast. Like I said, those people back in 94, they were on makeshift rafts, um, tires and, and pallets tied together with families trying to come to the United States. So it's not that far off the United States coast. So it makes sense that it could be a little drug hub for those drug runners. Just wondering, man, what, what, what in the world? And like I said, when those guys came out of that palace, they were met by force. And <laughs> another story that came out, which, which I kind of find, <laughs> I'm not laughing, but it, it's kind of funny. Because what happened, they said that uh, the residents or people of Haiti found two of the gunmen hiding in the brushes and they pulled them out, <laughs> pulled them out and started beating them. And then the officials came and snatched them up and then threw them in the truck or whatever. Uh, he, he may have been corrupt, but apparently he had some support because when the people found out what was coming on, going on, they probably beat, I believe what they said, they beat the, police, the, the officers there and pulled those guys out of the brushes and started beating the brakes off of them. <laughs> well, wow. Man, keep uh, Haiti in prayers. Your prayers, like I said, that, that is crazy. Still trying to figure out that Colombian connection. And those two dual U.S. citizens, one of them they're saying uh, he was at one point in time a security guard at the Canadian embassy in 
in Haiti. Yeah, maybe they're getting some help from Canada down there. I'm not too sure. If that country's so poor, why would Canada be down there? Why do they have an embassy down there? What's down there? I was always told there was nothing down there. They don't have any import or export. It, it seems like everyone is trying to flee that, that island or that nation. What's going on? What's really going on? Maybe it'll come out. Because, in, like I said, in addition to Haiti being uh, in the Western Hemisphere, the uh, only nation to lead a successful slave revolt and also being uh, the poorest nation in the Western Hemisphere, maybe it'll come out what's really, what why they're really like considered a black plague. Because it appears no one helps them out. They're very discreet and calm. They don't say anything. They don't appear to bother anyone. But you got to ask yourself, why Why is it the poorest nation in this Western Hemisphere? What did they do? Huh. Just wondering, just wondering, just a thought for me, just a thought. That's all it is. It's just a thought. Just wondering. Like I said, pray. Pray for that, uh, that country. And I hope and pray that his wife pulls through. Maybe she can shed some light on some things. Because most definitely something's going on or has been going on in Haiti for decades, if not centuries, maybe even after that uh, slave revolt. I think that that may have set the tone. A lot of, and, and like I said, the U.S. and, and Haitian um, hasn't been a good, good uh, relationship over time. Just hasn't. So like I said, maybe time will reveal what is going on down there, what's really going on down there. All right, moving along. Um, here's another wild moment. <laughs> I got to say, when I awoke this morning and I saw this, I I, I was um, I was disgusted. Apparently, the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir has released a video and a song, song titled "We'll Convert Your Children." Now, before it went private, before they took it down or made it private for only those that were, uh, 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 were I guess, friends on Facebook or whatever, they, they made the video private. It received 88 likes and 5,000 dislikes. That might be the reason why they took it down. And they said they took it down because they wanted it to go private for the protection of those uh, members of that San Francisco gay men's choir. Uh and what they said is that it was just a, a somewhat of a satire, satire. They weren't trying to, it was just supposed to be funny, a novelty, if you will. Um, well, in this day and age, in this climate, that wasn't a novelty. There was nothing funny about it, at least for me. I mean, someone else. I'm usually one, I, I can I can usually spot some satire and, and novelty and, and find it humorous. But that there, I did not find humorous. Not one single bit. We'll convert your children. And now in this video, they talked about uh, you can warn your kids about the disco, warn your kids about San Francisco. You can have your kids wear pleated pants or, or whatever. They went on and on from the bit I saw. And uh, there was nothing hum humorous about that, I don't think, in this day and age. To, to create something like that. Um, everyone has their own humor. Everything see things. Some people see things funny. Some don't. But it certainly got a lot of people up, and um, I won't say a rage, but they're upset. 
And if you weren't paying attention to that to them or or the LGBTQ community before now, I think what you did with this video and this song and your um, satire or novelty, you got a lot of people looking at you now. That wasn't a smart move, in my opinion. It just wasn't. Piss poor. I don't know where you, where you got the, you found the humor in that. Because a lot of people, you know, have always said it's like, it's like that indoctrination that you always hear about, that social indoctrination. And then when you release that, you certainly, uh, <laughs> you, 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 you raise a lot of eyebrows. Now, like I've always said, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't stand in anyone's right to be what they want to. I believe everyone has a right to be what they want to. I believe everyone should have equal rights. There's no doubt in my mind. I will never dispute that. But this song and video, I don't know who advised you or, or who came up with it, but they may have gotten you caught up in something you can't get out of because a lot of people are irate. And rightfully so. I mean, we'll convert your children. Convert them to what? Well, they said they were trying to show that they, they would make their kids most more socially aware and acceptable. And and what just what what have you to to the, 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 the cause of the LGBTQ community, meaning they would make kids uh more compassionate and, and loving, maybe a generation or two that would accept their lifestyle and their choices. Well, there's no problem with that, but that song, that title and those lyrics, no, 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 no. I think you guys may have stuck your foot in your mouths with this one or kicked your own self into you know what, because this, that, that's a no for me. That was a little bit too much. It just is. There's no way in the world you could convince me that 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 you actually I don't like I said, I don't know who advised you on that or where you saw the humor in that. But for me, that's a no. No. That that that's a huge no. We'll convert your children, really, in this day and age. Well, there's awfully some comfortability in it. I'll say that. I don't know about the humor side, but I know that you had to feel pretty comfortable to come up with something like that and then to put it out there, to produce it, to air it, put it out there. But then apparently <laughs> after those 5,000 dislikes, you got you, you thought about it, didn't you, huh? Yeah, I know you did. And you made it private because you said you made it private because you were in fear or you were thinking or questioning those uh, the safety of those that were in the video or members of that choir. Boy, yeah, I know you did. Probably got a whole lot of comments. I didn't see any of the comments. Like I said, you really, I can't, you can't go on that website or whatever, what have you. Uh, they blocked it. Yeah, of course. I know you did. 5,000 dislikes and only 88 likes. Quite possibly you could have had some people, or, or you may still have some people coming for you. You're going to be knocking at your door because that was nonsense. That was ignorance. There was no, no humor in that. None whatsoever. To spotlight or single out converting children, converting them to what? The title alone and census people. What are you converting them to? 
There's no humor in that. It's a serious game. And like I said, you, you, you guys may have put your foot in your mouth and kicked yourself in your own know-what. Your, your own you-know-what. No humor whatsoever. I certainly didn't take any delight or see any bunnies in it. Wasn't humorous to me. Goes back to if, if, if it's like you're 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 laughing or or, or rub, trying to rub it in with this social indoctrination, and, and and you know, I get that you want to be acknowledged and you 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 don't want your rights or freedom of choice or whatever, however you word it, to be uh, uh, disregarded or trampled on. I get that, but you you really should have thought of something better than this. This was just piss poor, a piss poor decision. Like I said, there was nothing humorous about it. And now who knows who's coming after you? I personally, I'm not. I don't care coming or going. Walking or running, sitting or standing. I could care less. But you got some others out there. They're taking this right here pretty close to heart, near and dear to home. So stand by to stand by. Great job, by the way. Who advised you on that? <laughs> wow. We'll convert your children. All right. Good luck with that, homie. Because you got some people watching now. If they were sitting by and saying, ah, it's not my problem. Not my cause. You may have just gave, given them a rally cry. Because I, I honestly think there's going to be more backlash than 5,000 dislikes. And you taking that video down or making that video private is going to be the least, the least of your worries. Because <laughs> if you're on social media and, and, and I've been up there and I, like I said, I saw it this morning. A lot of people, a lot of people are pretty upset. Pretty upset. Wasn't a bad decision. Well, it was a bad decision. That was a bad decision right there. I don't know what the thinking was of that. I mean, I know you said you thought it was uh, somewhat of a satire, a novelty. It was funny. It was humorous. And no, it wasn't. No, it was not. Not in the least. Because folks are pissed. Stand by to stand by. Well, I'm going to get out of here. I got a lot going on today. I got to get ready to work. And this was just my little bit, about just to get up here today and talk to you guys. We could call this Freestyle Friday. How about that? <laughs> we call this Freestyle Friday. I'm not going to keep you guys too long. Like I said, I got to go to work, get ready for the rat race. Hope everyone enjoys their uh, weekend. Like I said, it's going to be hot here in North Carolina. Maybe a few showers, they're saying. But you, if you're from the South, you know about those showers. Those showers don't do anything but heat heat it back up. <laughs> it rains uh, or, or for 30 minutes or whatever. And you, it fools you. And you think you're cooling off. And then, wham, sun comes back out. Rain dries up. And it's hotter than it was when it started. <laughs> so, like I said, hey, heat index is going to be in the hundreds today or right at 100. Drink a lot of water. Limit your time in the in the sun. Take care of yourself. Oh, yeah. Also, 
Put that sunscreen on if you're outside. All right. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. I won't bite. Physically, anyway, I won't bite. Verbally, I will. And you can make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. This is Stephen Cornegate for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.